don't care if you young, old, just coming out, coming it's back out. The record. If you ain't got that record, always about the record. Peace, everyone. Welcome to the Tim King Live Show. I'm your host, Timbo King. We got special invited guests, super producer, Vinny Idol from the Bronx, King of Beats, D-Block's very own Vinny Idol. Yeah, yeah, what's going on, brother? What's up, brother? How you doing, man? Ready, man. Everything great? Yeah, Yo, wonderful. man, I know traffic getting down here was crazy and shit, you yeah, know? Yeah, real, real crazy, real crazy. So how's everything? Everything's good, man? Good, man. It's trying to I know work. you've been cooking up them beats, man. You know, you've been hearing about you on them streets, Vinny, man. King of beats, man. Uh, man Vinny Idol. Yeah, what's good with you, man? That's what I'm trying to do, man. Just stay on top of it. That's it. So what you doing right now, Vinny Idol, man? You've been around, man. Tell your story, man. Tell your story. This is the platform for you right now. Man, just, yo, I mean, basically, you know, in-house at D-Block. You know okay. what I'm saying? How long you been doing that? I mean, that's, oof, that's maybe about since 07, 06, you know okay, what I'm saying? Okay, okay, okay. Like we was doing that. But, you know, I, I was always just doing records, man, especially in the hood. We was pressing up wax back then, so... You know, I, so I before Locks turned into D Block, was you doing music for Locks at the time too, or just to nah, nah. So as soon as once they you know started the D Block movement, I was right there. You know what I'm saying? Okay, but you always knew Styles yeah, P, yeah. Sheik Luke, oh, and yeah, Jadakiss. Yeah. But yeah, but Super Mario brought me in into the loop because he was you know doing everything and working it out. Super so. Mario, he's from the Bronx, Yonkers. Yes, from he's from the Bronx. Bronx. He's from the Bronx. Okay, okay, okay. The Bronx, yeah. So he used to manage you, and yeah, then yeah. that's how you got connected to. Uh, Styles P and Exactly, yeah. So who was the first one that you worked with out of Styles P as them a whole? Yeah, and... whole because the first record was on the K Slade, the Street Sweepers okay. that we did on Columbia. You know what I'm saying? So um yeah, that was the first one, them as a whole. Okay. Was it a, a sample track? Was it an instrumental that you played or instruments that you played on? It was that? definitely a sample. You know okay. what I'm saying? Definitely a Donna You play sample. instruments? You play instruments? Yeah. How I many drums? You play? I play drums, I play bass, a little bit of keys. Okay, okay, you know, okay. Fill with everything else to make it happen. So how do you feel about uh sampling music or playing music? I mean, I wear both. You know okay. what I'm saying? I mean, but sometimes you just gotta mesh the two together. Mm -hmm. Kinda like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's just a time and place for everything. You know, some some joints you can't do a sample for a genre of the music because it's not gonna work. So you know, you just gotta know when's the time and place to throw it in. So what made you want to become a producer? What was your passion? What made you want to become a producer? Was it growing up in your neighborhood or coming from your family or somebody? Well, it came from the, it definitely came from a family member. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? From um, Davy DMX. That's like my cousin, so he was doing Let's records. get this right, people. Davey DMX. This is the Bronx, right? You talking about the records? He's from Queens, Dave? yeah. Oh, he's from Queens? Yes. Okay, correct. Davey, D. Davey DMX is from Queens, not the Bronx. Yeah, from Hollis. Yep, he's from okay. Hollis, Queens. He did a lot of Run DMC records, you know, Spoonie G, a lot of the old school, you know? What, he did he the production? Well. Oh, yeah, or production. DJ? Yeah, 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 yeah. You okay. know what I'm saying? Discography's crazy. You know okay. Beastie Boys, Houdini, yeah, everybody, you know? All right, so he was like your mentor at the time? Yeah, or just yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was both, you know what I'm saying, mentor and influence. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because I was the oldest grand, so they already, he always taking me under the wing. I'd be so in the crib in the, the studio. Okay. Yeah, and he, got, he had a big studio in his basement anyway, so I'd be left down there playing with drum machines and everything. Okay. So do like you it. prefer the artist personally, or he can send you vocals to do a track, or how do you mesh that out? How do you figure that out like well now you know it's well it's, it's with the times now you know that's the times is they're gonna send you the vocals but 
I mean, I'd rather to get a relationship with the artist because it, it, it makes it a little bit better than me shooting you 10 tracks email and you don't like none of the 10. Okay. And then you come and see me, I just play some quick five right minutes and that's it. You know what I'm saying? So it's a better marriage when you're there personally? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Way okay. better marriage. So yeah. back to the David DMX. So when when he taught you, he taught you to produce? Yeah, what I was. was I, I, I actually taught myself. I just okay. watched, you know what I'm saying, and just took... But I, I taught myself. I didn't have no manual, no nothing. Like I said, he just put me in front of the machines. You what know was what I'm the saying? first machine he put you in front of? The DMX, the Oberheim. And okay, that even okay. ha that didn't have no sampler on it. That was his oh. drums. Okay. So, you know, you had to trigger that with the, you know, the S1000s or, you know, 900s, S900s oh, and all that. Yeah, so, I, you know, I was around then in the SP12s and all that. So, I was, that's what was all in front of me. MPC60, before they even came out with the, the rest of the 3000 and everything else. So, I was already in front of those machines. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So you, you're a drum programmer yourself, or are you? Yeah, yeah, definitely drum program. I, I I'm a drummer too. I, I still play drums, and you know, on Sundays in church. Okay. So you know, yeah. So you have a, a church background with your family. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you, Vidiata, you're Caribbean, right? Man? Nah, nah, I'm, I'm Yankee. Everybody thinks I'm Caribbean because wow. of the, because of the neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? Okay, like, okay. but that's all. That's what all we grew up under as. You know, little youths, you know? Okay, okay. So you do reggae music, too? Right? Yeah, yeah, do everything. So everything. what artists did you produce? So people, let the people know that. Well, Sizzler, definitely. I got had a joint with Sizzler. You know what I'm saying? We did a joint with Cableton before. Mm -hmm. um, so what was the joint, man? Stack, we did with the Morgan Heritage dudes, man. One okay, of the, Morgan Heritage did, out of Bushwick, Yeah, with Brooklyn. Stack, yeah, yeah, with okay, Stack okay, and Dollar. Okay, we did classic. a joint with them. That's just on the reggae side. But, I mean, everybody, you know, you go to the bios, Red Meth, Fred the God, everybody. That's out, you know what I'm saying? G Unit, you know what I'm saying? Uncle Murder, everybody I got, you know, record. Did anybody ever get at you on some sample clearance? Or like, yo, Vinny, yo, man, you know you use my sample, you ain't get at me, yo. I'm stopping your record, I'm cease and desist. You ever had that problem? Nah, because everything was already cleared. Like, I mean, when you working with this paperwork, especially with these majors, that's, you, all of that has to be in the bag when your paperwork is coming. You know what I'm saying? If okay. you know that, you know, that, that might even slow down your check. So, you know what I mean? You All that information you got to have on board already. So, they take care of that. Like, mm -hmm. that's all in the paperwork. You know what I'm saying? So, you mean the attorneys or your managers? Yeah, the attorneys. It, it'll go back and forth from the attorney. You know what I'm saying? You ever had a long debate about a sample that you really wanted it and that artist just wanted it and you couldn't put it out at the time because you had to wait through clearance? Or was it a long process? Mm -hmm. Well, even we had a long process even with the locks. With the last time he was going to have two joints. One was the Ozzy Brothers joint and... I forgot the other sample, but they wanted 100% of the song, period. Period. And Anybody's they wanted publishing. a bag. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So that kind of like threw off two of the songs I was supposed to have on that, you know what I'm saying? Wow. America the Beautiful Locks album. You know what I'm saying? So basically, if y'all would have gave them all that rights. You wouldn't get nothing. Like, wow. Just so what's the use free. of doing the record for if you want to? That's why I didn't, you know what I'm saying? It, okay. it didn't make and it. And that like was the Locks record, the, the American Yeah, the American Beauty. Yeah, that was supposed wow. to be on there. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. I, I love that album too. Yeah. Did you man. go on tour with the Locks? Did you ever go nah, on tour with the I mean, I, I have before, but. I I rather stay in the lab now. Okay, you know okay, okay. So your studio is is a, a full production studio. Do you yeah. have A room, B room, C room? I got an A room and a B room, conference mm -hmm. room. You know what I'm saying? Okay. A little lounge in there, and you know, full. Production. So what's the name of your production? It's on um, Fifty West Studios, but my production is straight up idolized, man. Idolized music. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay, okay. I said idolized music, man. So do you That's have it. any artists? Do you freelance artists, or are you just a straight 100 percent producer? Well, yeah, I'm 100% producer, man. You know what I'm saying? I mean, mm -hmm. of course, you know, there's groups, you know, that, you 
know you got producers that have producers under them. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I don't have any under me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, I'm not being funny style, but I ain't mm -hmm. really find nobody I can really mesh with. Mm -hmm. Because I could do it all. Like, I mean, not to be funny, you know what I'm saying? I don't need somebody to play a melody unless it's too crazy. And definitely don't need nobody to do drums for me because, you know what I'm saying? That's an sample that I, I buy rock, records every day. So it's like, what you going to tell? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, unless it's something else, adding effects to it, you know, all these new stuff like that, you know, I'll get that and then suck up the information and then I'm good to go. Out of production, what's your weapon of choice? What you use equipment-wise? Well... I, I'm, with it, I'm with everything, hardware and software, man. MPC, Logic, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Renaissance, definitely. Uh, we're going to go to a commercial break right now, Vinny. Mm -hmm. So um, stay in tune. It's the Tim King Live Show. Yeah. I believe in a breast cancer-free world. While we're on this search for a cure, the hope is to eradicate this issue. It really has to start with the individual. We know our own bodies. Just take the time to pay attention to what it's telling you. I have an ability to affect the quality of my life, then I should. So take one small step. Go to MyLifetime.com to get informed and involved. Join me with Lifetime to Stop Breast Cancer for Life. They said half a hit of E would be fun. They said half a hit of E would be fun. They lied. Find out the truth about drugs. Drugfreeworld.org What's up, y'all? I'm Timbo King with a brand new TV show called Timbo King Live, the visual podcast. I need y'all to go on YouTube, subscribe. I need y'all to look up all the episodes. Season one, Timbo King Live. Stay in tune. Back. 
Let me get changed right now. See y'all in a minute. In 1986, when I was coming of age, Ronald Reagan doubled down on the war on drugs that had been started by Richard Nixon in 1971. Drugs were bad, fried your brain, and drug dealers were monsters, the sole reason neighborhoods and major cities were failing. No one wanted to talk about Reaganomics and the ending of social safety nets, the defunding of schools and the loss of jobs in cities across America. Young men like me who hustled became the sole villain and drug addicts lacked moral fortitude. In the 1990s, incarceration rates in the U.S. blew up. Today we imprison more people than any other country in the world. China, Russia, Iran, Cuba. All countries we consider autocratic and repressive. Yeah, more than them. Judges' hands were tied by tough-on-crime laws and they were forced to hand out mandatory life sentences for simple possession and low-level drug sales. My home state of New York started this with Rockefeller laws. Then the feds made distinctions between people who sold powder cocaine and crack cocaine even though they were the same drug. Only difference is how you take it. And even though white people used and sold crack more than black people, somehow it was black people who went to prison. The media ignored actual data to this day. Crack is still talked about as a black problem. The NYPD raided our Brooklyn neighborhoods while Manhattan bankers openly used coke with impunity. The war on drugs exploded the U.S. prison population disproportionately locking away black and Latinos. Our prison population grew more than 900%. When the war on drugs began in 1971, our prison population was 200,000. Today it is over 2 million. Long after the crack era ended, we continued our war on drugs. There were more than 1.5 million drug arrests in 2014. More than 80% were for possession only. Almost half were for marijuana. People are finally talking about treating addiction to harder drugs as a health crisis. But there's no compassionate language about drug dealers. Unless, of course, we're talking about places like Colorado, whose state economy got a huge boost by the above-ground marijuana industry. A few states south in Louisiana, they're still handing out mandatory sentences for people who sell weed despite a boom in its celebrated 50 billion legal marijuana industry. Most states still disproportionately hand out mandatory sentences to black and Latinos with drug cases. If you're entrepreneurial and live in one of the many states that are passing legalized laws, you may still face barriers participating in the above-ground economy. Venture capitalists migrate to these states to open multi-billion dollar operations, but former felons can't open a dispensary. Lots of times those felonies were drug charges, caught by poor people who sold drugs for a living, but are now prohibited from participating in one of the fastest growing economies. Got it? In states like New York, where holding marijuana is no longer grounds for arrest, police issue possession citations in black and Latino neighborhoods at a far higher rate than other neighborhoods. Kids in Crown Heights are constantly stopped and ticketed for trees. Kids at dorms in Columbia, where rates of marijuana use are equal to or worse than those in the hood, are never targeted or ticketed. Rates of drug use are as high as they were when Nixon declared this so-called war in 1971. Forty-five years later, it's time to rethink our policies and laws. The war on drugs is an epic fail.
it's the Tim King Live Show. I'm your host, Timbo King, with special guest Vinny Idol from the Bronx. Yes, so, yo, Vinny, let me ask you a question. Out of all the artists that you produced, what's your favorite track and why? That's funny because I don't got a favorite track, man. You don't have no... I kind of like everything I do, man. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I, no I don't particular... even bias, yeah. Ain't nothing particular. I just like good music, man. So, okay. I don't even got like, yo, that's my favorite. Like, I just like everything, man. You know? So is it a certain um, sound that you created that you call your idolized music? Like, what you known for? Your bass lines? You known for your drums? Or you known for your theme music? What are you, what are, what are Vinny Idol? When you hear Vinny Idol track, you're going to be like, yeah, that's Vinny Idol. Well, when, well, I guess, well, when people think of Vinny Idol now, they expect to hear more like street. Something hard, you know what I'm saying? So the drums. Yeah, hard drums, you know what I'm saying? Some, you know, sample. Because the Vinny Idol tracks that I was listening to, you got some good bass lines, man. Some good heavy bass lines. Nah, we got a killer some one together too, man. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. You, a killer you know, I had to throw that in there. You know? You know from Babylon to Timbuktu, War Dance, produced by Vinny Idol with yeah. Rizzo on there. You know, I had to throw that on there. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but, um, so your Vinny. What's your next project you got right now? You coming out with a compilation album? Is it Vinny Idol production? What what are you doing right now? Well, I'm just I'm working everything out now. Like you know, like I'm about to start really focusing on the merch part. You know what I'm saying? Doing Vinny Idol kits, stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? A little like like drum kits. Yeah, like drum for... kits. Yeah, loop packages. You know, stuff like oh, that's that. Hot. You know, Any we already like... got distribution. So I mean, it's like. You know, if we want to drop something, we could do drop something Drop it anytime you want to. You know what I'm saying? You know, you got the microphone terrorists. They out right now. You got Hattie Racks. You got Shooter. Um, nice, nice, 50, nice. 50 Chips. I mean, it's just a whole it's a whole list of people that that's just making moves. You know what I'm saying? Well, with Vinny Idol production? Yeah, Vinny Idol. Yeah. You know, behind me, just like that. Okay. You know? In the state of hip-hop right now, what do you think? You feel it's 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 neutral? It's fair? It's it's wrong. Is it right? What how you feel about hip hop right now? That's a good question. I mean, cause it's kind of fifty fifty with me. You know what I'm saying? You know, cause, cause you come from a real era. Yeah, but I also understand the new time too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know, and we we knew this was coming anyway. Mm -hmm. You know, but like I said, I'd rather the old era, not because of the music wise, just because of the business wise. Mm -hmm. part. You know what I'm saying? There was more to offer. You know what I'm saying? You mean more to offer then than now? Yeah. Then, then I mean, now you 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 can make yourself a star easily because you know social network. But think about it. Even as a producer, you kind of missing out because there was times where you was just getting paid just to cut a demo with the label if they was thinking about signing the artist. You know what like I'm saying? You was getting paid. Yeah, yeah, you was getting paid oh, so to do stuff like that. Oh, so the new producers, wouldn't know nothing about artist nothing, development right nothing now. About nothing about that. You know what I'm saying? I don't know nothing. You think about that's that. what's needed though? Yeah. You know, because a lot of artists. Is, not to, you know what I'm saying, bring no artists down, but a lot of materials sound the same. So if they had artist development like they had back then, now, they'd be like, no, nah, you can't come out with that. That sound like Joe Smith. Well, I don't want to get too political about it, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I still be in the loop a little bit. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's all about, it has to be total clean house. You know what I'm mm. saying? Because when you when you even got some A&Rs who want that same sound thinking they're going to win because of the other person's winning. So when you even got the A&R's ear saying, yo, I need you to sound like this, or they bringing you a record that do sounds they do like that. Do that still? Yeah. Just come on. Look at all the records that sound, brother. I you mean, know what I'm saying? I don't never hear nobody talking about the A&R or... I mean, because they're they not really too relevant, but they're there. Okay. You know what I'm saying? The A&R within the camp of the Yeah, group. within okay. the camp. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, you know the, the whole, the big major A&R is only worried about 
You know what I'm saying? When it's going to be done, what's popping, and you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. The music part is up to the artists and, you know, what they're doing. But, you know what I mean? It, it is what it is. You know, if, if you win if you win for it for that, then, you know. But, you know, like us, we we for the culture too. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So, you know, like I said, it's 50-50 with me. I understand it. You know what I'm saying? So you feel you're a survivor of the culture or the music business? Because I look at myself as I've been in the music business years, months, and days. Mm -hmm. But I survived... And I survived in within the culture. The so music both. business is to a second, a, a whole different level. Yes, that's a whole other level, a whole you know other world. The culture-wise, you know what I mean? The music, yeah. the fashion, mm -hmm. uh, how can I say, the film. Yeah. So you you surround yourself in those avenues? Exactly, both. Yeah, you got to surround yourself. Actually Any soundtracks? Both. Yeah. You know, I did soundtracks. All right, we was doing that before the records. Like, I was okay. doing The Wire, you know what I'm saying? Okay. HBO, The Making of Rome. I even had nice. commercials. Like, I got jingles, McDonald's, Sleepies. Nice. You know what I'm saying? All so type I can of hear Vinny Idol somewhere? See, but you ain't going to hear the stamp because you already know. You can't okay, hear that Vinny okay, Idol okay. on it. Right, but, you know, it's definitely, you know, the paperwork and the checks coming, man. You know what I'm saying? So, it's definitely official. You know? So what's your social media? What's your handle so the people can get at you? The real Vinny Idol. That's not everything, man. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, everything. Snap, whatever. The real Vinny Idol. So what's your uh, information on a on to give to a new producer or new talent out there? What you got to tell them, as far as production wise, if they want to get in the game or or if they're in the game, you know, some advice from Vinny Idol. I mean. It's a tough one. I mean, if you if you already kind of winning, I can't tell you really nothing like that. But I mean, to survive, yeah, I, I would get say any idol track. Yeah, exactly. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. But I I would just say kind of like, kind of you know, stay fifty fifty with it, man. You know, get into the culture, man. Do your history and everything. You know what I'm saying? It's a must. Facts. Yeah, and do all of that because it's gonna mm -hmm. go back to that. Y'all gonna run out of you know what I'm saying? Just tinkle sounds. You're gonna have to go back to. The foundation of the sound, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's what's so long. You know, it, it happened before us, so mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying. This is nothing new. So, who was your influences besides uh, production-wise, like music? When you growing up, when you was raised, who you was listening to? I mean, well, my our time, we had a whole bunch of like, you know, I was just influenced really by whoever had the. Whoever Sonic was crazy at that time, and, and really, I mean, you know, you had Marley Marl, who was to me was like the god of them all. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, Marley Marl, you had Pete Rock, you had Primo, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? The RZA got on the scene, you know what I'm saying? You had you just had different, you know what I'm saying? Law Finesse, Showbiz, wow, Law Finesse, you know what I'm saying? Diamond D, mm -hmm. Buckwild. It was like a whole bunch of dudes. That's just I just like the sound. You know what I'm saying? I just like whoever was doing something, and I'm was into looking at the credits. Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? See, That's another thing. These, uh, how can I say, these new teenagers now don't know nothing about credits. Nah. They just know about the record. Yeah, you definitely. Know, we was raised off of credits. We knew where the, the record was recorded. Yeah, yeah, we was looking for that. Exactly. Yeah. That's the tangible part of having something physical. Yeah. What do you think about Target and Best Buy shutting down CDs for the top of 2019? I mean, what do you think about that? I mean, whew, it's a tough one, but I mean, you know. It, like I said, it's just the times, man. The digital times, you know, it, it's just uh, it's just with it right now. I knew that was coming because when I go look for CDs, it's just it was getting smaller and smaller. Okay. So you know, well, vinyl is big. Big up to vinyl. Mm -hmm. and the percentage of vinyls is going up. So yeah, definitely. All you artists and all you producers, you know, vinyls is a big step too. Yeah, definitely, definitely becoming a little limited editions. They're going. You know what I'm saying? People mm -hmm. want vinyls again. That's about it. Yo, man, it's an honor and a pleasure for you to come by, man, and stop by the Temp King Live Show, man. 
Um, I wish we had more brother. time, but yeah, you yeah. know how it is, man. We set up another one, man. I'm coming Vinny out Idol. earlier, man. I need the whole Super show. Super producer, ah. King of Pinks. Yes, sir. Vinny, oh, most definitely. Um, we can uh, we can play one of your videos right now. We can play. We can go to one of uh, Vinny Idol produced track video, man. Name a video that you did that uh, you produce, and we can throw it on right now. Man, go to Fred the Godson. She Fred the Godson. God. Yeah, she called me God. She called me God. Yeah, yeah. Fred the Godson, she called me God, produced by Vinny Idol, King of Beats, yes, Tim King Live, Yo. one. First and second, <laughs> okay, man. Preach. Preach. Yes, Yeah. Vinny Idol. Girl, now I'm late, who know? Like the fast sumo, like the way I rap, you know, poppy chulo. So cocky, you know me. Black shades like Kumo D. I move OT. O3, C, 2 D, I get mine, C-O-D, she owe me, she wanna pay back, get camcorded and playback, brand fans, no Maybachs, I'm up, she love my gangster wit, white tea and a handkerchief, wipe the shit, swallow, guess she like the dick, but she choke, guess she like the Knicks, <laughs> it's no thing, I leave chicks like you and knees hurt with no ring, no commitment, miss, miss, submission. I miss the mint condition.
don't care if you young, old, just coming out, coming it's back out. The if you ain't got that record, always about the record. At, at, at 21, I admit I was a savage. Until I got knowledge of self-mathematics. I could get the cash, I just need my money managed. Why go in the stash? I got plugs out in Paris. You know what it's like to have a record and you winning. Lifestyle change, fresh start, new beginnings. It's not just you, your whole team, what a feeling. Your whole team, what a feeling. Your whole team.